It's time for counterculture. Are you tired of how divided our world has become? We desperately need stories of peace and healing. We find the bridge builders across the globe who are stepping into the divides of culture and bringing understanding, compassion, and reconciliation. And now, here's your hosts, Jonathan Sanborn and Lisa Jernigan. Well, welcome to Counterculture and Amplify Peace Radio. I'm Lisa Jernigan. And I'm Jonathan Sanborn. And we're so excited that you're joining us right now, wherever you are listening to this show. And um, Jonathan, it's just so good to be with you every every week when we show up. That's part of the thing of peacemaking, showing up. Showing up. I'm sh- I showed up. You showed up. I showed up. And I'm, I'm so a bit sweaty. Happy. I I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why either. I don't. We live in that. Arizona oh in the gosh. summer. In July. In July. I mm. know, but you know what? It's still a great place. It is. Right? Uh-huh. I know. I get to be around cool people. I know. Really cool. We, we, yeah. We emphasize the cool. Hot weather, cool people. Right. I love that. Well, you know what? I'm excited about our show right now because we, we, uh, we were talking, we're going to do something a little different. And we're inviting uh, our listening audience into a conversation today mm-hmm. that normally we have a guest Mm-hmm. And we kind of know the direction of the show and what we want to talk about a little yes. bit. We don't know what they're going to say. We don't know what we're going to say exactly, but we kind of have a direction. And so we said, let's just put a topic out there and let's just both go let's and see what happens. Right? Woo. Yeah. I, I guess it's risky. Yeah. But uh-huh. you know what? When we, we're talking about peacemaking, uh-huh. right? And it's messy sometimes. It's risky. You don't yeah. always know the outcomes, but you just show up. And you get engaged, right. and you threw a term out, flipping the tables, uh-huh. and we're like, okay, what can that look like if we have a discussion around flipping the tables? So how did you, where did that come from this morning? Oh, well, you know, over the course of many years, people, uh, I've been around people who use this term, we need to go flip some tables. And depending on your church tradi- tradition, uh, some people like either dismiss it or they really embrace it. Like, and uh, something this week that a, a, a brother of mine shared that, I, and I realized he was someone who really embraced this idea of his engagement of as an American and as a Christian of the world was a table flipper. Mm. <laughs> like, he, like this was his call. And I realized I've heard people use that term over and over again about flipping tables. Like we need to go in and to Washington, D.C. and flip some tables. Yeah. And we need to go to this church or such and such or, or to that into Hollywood or into whatever sphere that we see is really bad or evil mm-hmm. and that, that our, meth, our way to engage that sphere is flipping tables. And so that was like – and so, and then I thought about – here we do. We have a show about peacemaking mm-hmm. and should peacemakers – be flipping tables, and so that's just that's my first question, and and so maybe you, you know you've been in around peacemaking dialogues for decades, and have you do you do you ever see peacemakers flipping tables, and then then maybe you can look a little bit at the scripture about it, and then wh- where to go with that? What can we do with that expression? Well, I think it's an interesting term, flipping tables, because like you said, it's thrown out there in different ways, and people mean different things by it. Right. And some people, a lot of times, it's what what is the emotion behind it? Mm. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. When you're flipping tables. Am I flipping a table because I'm angry, because I want to make a point, and um, because I, I believe I'm so right that I'm going to go flip that table and I'm going to go show them? Right. 
which you see a lot. Yeah. Or maybe the peacemaker way is I can flip tables. Yes. But I can flip them in a respectful, uh, helpful way. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I think unless you this has been one of my discoveries as as I've traveled, as I've had dialogue with people that maybe have a different narrative, yeah. a different perspective um, or you've seen injustices because a lot of times you see some injustices that, you know, are not right. Right. And unless you really get kind of angry about it yeah. or unless it really hits you hard, you don't engage and don't mm-hmm. do anything about it. Yes. If you otherwise just go. Well, that's bad. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. And then you go on. Yes. But unless you really go, oh, my gosh, that really makes me mad inside. Yes. Yeah. There's that holy anger, yes. I think we talk. Mm-hmm. We use that term, yeah. right? Holy, holy anger. anger. Okay. And what is that? And sometimes we use that to justify, right. um, you know, kind of violent anger. Yes. Right? Yeah. Or like, well, yep. I'm just ho- having holy anger. Right. But I've just kind of learned for myself, I know, that unless it really hits me and mm-hmm. I get – upset about an injustice, I'm mm. not going to do anything about it. Mm. Right? Yeah. And so then what does that look like to flip the table in a in a healthy way that is part of a solution, not continues the problem? Right. Yeah. And so that's a great – this is great. I, I'm already excited about going into this. this. So first off, you, you talk about holy anger. And so um, one, we have to first know that this was not the, what Jesus did every day. Mm-hmm. This was a. This was you could say it's even an outlier to his ministry of three. You know, three public years of ministry mm-hmm. of taking abuse, being judged, seeing injustice. Um, that he was. He. This was a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. So it's. Be, it's be careful to find the ministry of Jesus by flipping tables right. because there's, and literally by the end of that very same week. He himself accepted a massive injustice, mm-hmm. the, the most righteous man receiving the, mo- the, the, the punishment for what he didn't deserve. And he willingly chose to not flip tables of, the Ro- of Rome, mm-hmm. but he actually was – so he was very specific on who he wanted to flip tables towards. And so, so I'm just going to do a little bit of con- – I love this. I'm with you're, you. You're, you're I, with I'm, me? I'm, okay. I'm just totally engaged. Okay, yeah. I'm giving you so, really good okay. eye contact. Yeah, she is. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> looking through your headphones and speaker right now at you too. And um, so one, so so one, flipping tables is the outlier of uh, the the his willingness to die to himself to uh, to engage the people even opposed to him in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Two, I think the t- the context of the table flipping was really unique. And that was in specifically regards to the temple. People representing God mm-hmm. um, were actually in there in the marketplace. And in specifically, if you really want to, the, all three there's three uh, there's four gospels. Three of them mention the table flipping, and they all mention an interesting detail, and that is the sale of sparrows and mm. these small little birds. And so, if you if if you were a Jew at the time. And if you you know in the Old Testament, that's kind of the the lowest. That's basically if you're going to give an offering at the temple, that's like the what the poorest people are can afford. Right. Like so, in other words, if you don't have a lamb or something, you know, or gr- big grain offerings or any other thing, you at least the very least you could do is at least get a sparrow. And so the idea that Jesus turned over their temples is because they were profiting off the backs of the poor, so mm. in the name of God. Wow. 
And so I think it's really important that Jesus wasn't going there to because they these were the the Pharisees that had insulted him. He was these weren't the Ro, the Roman government. This was people in God's name who were exploiting the poor. Mm-hmm. And so that's a very and so he, and I, I you could say that he was angry. Uh, but it was it was a holy anger directed towards the the, the name of God being profaned, mm-hmm. and the the and especially the 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 uh, injustice and the exploitation of the of the people closest to the heart of God, the poor. Right. So wow. So and so that is really interesting. Uh, is, is it? You think? Okay. You did good research. Okay. <laughs> 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 well, you know. Three of the four Gospels. That's good. Okay. And the sparrows. The sparrows, yes. Right? Those are those little details in Scripture sometimes that we just read right by. You read right by. Yeah. And go, sparrows. And yeah. what do they represent? Yeah. And who do they represent? Right. There's so much and, there. And so I just have to be, say, first off, we have to be careful that we don't – whose table are we flipping over? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and I would argue – Judgment begins with the house of God. Absolutely. And so if we ever even had any place that it should be, it should be towards God's people, not towards the, the society around us that maybe be, even be hostile to us. Because right. our posture towards them isn't table flipping. Right. It's like go to Rome and get rid of those right. oppressors, freedom, you know, and, you know, let's go take on the, you know, the, I mean, that's, they did that in Masada and they all right. went up to the mountains and they fought against the, you know, yeah. and we know how that, that went. Right. Um, but really it's a different posture. So yeah. Anyway, I just think when I think about table flipping, we have to be, remember who it should be directed to. Mm. So that's yeah. well, and you know, I like the point that that's all so good. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm right with you. Um, and you know, when you you brought up a good point, it's like it started in the house of mm-hmm. God, right? Mm-hmm. First, and with the religious people. Yeah. And I think it's always good to like, where would I have been in that story? Right. And uh, would where would Jesus come into my life and go? I need to flip a table here. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, because there's some things that aren't quite right, mm-hmm. and you're you know you're neglecting, overlooking right. the the poor, right? right? The people closest to me. Right. And here's some things that we might not even be, realize what we are doing, but maybe Jesus needs some flip some tables in our own hearts. That's right? a great point, and because and I think b- before also before we engage in any sort of table flipping. As Jesus taught, we have to examine ourselves right. first to that it's not done from a place of any like self righteous anger and where our anger really is coming from. And I, not, a lot of us don't think that way. I no, mean, it's it's, no. it's not natural for me either. I mean, we just react. It bothers us. Oh, how can they be doing this in our society? Our society is going downhill. It makes me angry that this is happening and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the issue. Mm-hmm. You know, there's. We could all find five things that we're really angry about right. <laughs> that's really wrong with our culture or society and that we we might seem very justified in being angry about, right? Well, and I think that's a part – it goes back to motive too, right? Yeah. Emotions and motive. Mm-hmm. What is our motive and our agenda? What do we want the outcome to be here? And I think that's where we have to do some self-examination. Mm-hmm. Like, like before we respond and react – what ultimately do I want to see happen as a result? Of that? What do I think is going to happen with my actions? Yeah. A lot of times we don't think it through. Like mm-hmm. if I do this, what's going to happen on the other side right. of that? Yeah. We just are quick to respond and to react and not realizing the damage we do, yes. um, not realizing um, what our actions can lead to yes. for other people. Yeah. 
because there's ripple effects even in other people's lives, not just our own life. Yes. And we and you know there's you could turn on a YouTube video about someone going ballistic. I mean, there's all it's it's TikTok, it's everywhere. You'll see, and there's something entertaining about it, right? Right. They lose it at Subway because they didn't get what they want, and there's a scene, and there's something it appeals to some base level, right? Because we all get why there can be something cathartic about venting and getting it out there, right? But just because that's in a sense, natural and understandable doesn't necessarily mean that's the way of Jesus, right? right. We right. can't just presume, like, especially we want to say we want to be the, the peaceable Jesus that he called us, calls us to be in this world. We can't just assume just because it feels good or we want to vent or we feel ju- self, self-justified, then we are – it's okay to knock over that institutional – Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you're tracking with me. You know, and I think a lot of times maybe do you think that people feel like if they flip a table, they're just showing that they have strength, right? That if I don't, I'm going to be perceived as weak or whatever. Where actually I think if you restrain from Mm -hmm. flipping a table, certain tables, you're actually showing a lot of strength and discipline. Yes. Because our natural reaction is like, I'm just going to go in and bulldoze. I'm going to go show them and I'm going to respond out of the emotion. But actually – it takes a lot of strength to to restrain yourself to go, I'm going to choose not right. to respond this way right now. Mm-hmm. And the way of love. And the way of love, yes. And I, so I think you made a good – one is the point – we're trying to make a statement that we're strong to the world. Right. And we're feeling better because we've released this anger. We've flipped the table. We've owned, we've owned the libs or right. we've destroyed that person. We showed them what's wrong with them. You know, whatever – Think cause we might think justified to do, and I'm not that I'm saying we need only, no, no, you know, no. yeah. but I mean, some I could see someone saying that, right? Um, so I think that one. So then we have to also look at our own, like we need to. Where's our heart coming from in that space before right. we we go into that? So it's just a great. So we don't. We're not trying to impress anybody. And then I go back to Jesus's primary teaching of God's power is made perfect in our weakness. Mm-hmm. And so when – if we're trying to claim power from anger or trying to claim – like to impress people with our anger, mm-hmm. then I think we're actually – we're going the wrong way. We're right. going up the Masada. We're not going up Golgotha. We're mm-hmm. not going up to the cross. We're going up to fight the battle. And um, so I think we have to be really, really careful when we, <laughs> when, oh, when we sure. step into right? that. Oh, because for sure. pa- Because when we – any, I feel like just – there's so many errors of – Christians abusing their power, mm. and 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 for to me, even perhaps even the bigger question behind the table flipping is like who's who's really powerful, mm-hmm. and usually it's us taking trying to take control of a situation rather than allowing God to demonstrate His power from our weakness, not from our strength. Which is the upside down gospel it is that the, we hear all the time. It right? is. It's yeah. like God's God's kingdom. Is so different than our mm-hmm. the kingdom of the yeah. world, yeah. right? What we value is not necessarily kingdom values, mm-hmm. and we get that so me- mixed up and mm-hmm. messed up all yeah. the time because it's hard to live in the worldly values day to day, right? And the kingdom values are disruptive to it because what do you mean I have to maybe <laughs> keep my mouth shut? What yeah. do you mean I have to love yeah. that person that yeah. just did me harm, right. Right? right? And I think we're seeing that a lot right now just in our culture yeah. um, with 
people wanting to be right. People, their whole lives have been changed in the past couple of years. Yes. Disrupted on many levels. Mm. And they were out of control. Yep. We were all out of control. We, we, we couldn't control the situation. Right. And so now we're coming out, we're emerging. Mm. And I just had this conversation with somebody the other day. Somebody just, just been living out of the country mm-hmm. and just came back in for a, a few a few weeks of staying and made this comment. It's like, it's been an interesting time coming back in. Seeing, mm. um, she's been visiting different churches and um, just seeing culture, right? And she's like, just seeing how churches are so different, mm-hmm. but also how people are so different. And watching how people have... Um, progressed or have have transitioned, and not everybody has transitioned well. Yep. She said, mm-hmm. not everybody has done it in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we're so much a part of it for somebody from the outside to come in yes. and go, wow, the things I'm seeing in the church at large, in people's individual yeah. lives. And so, I, I, again, it's a reminder to us to look at ourselves mm-hmm. and to go, how am I living the way of love, not yeah. the way of anger or the mm-hmm. of, of getting right? You know, with right. something, and I th- that voice is really important. Someone who stepped outside of culture for a while and then can come back, and I think it's really important that we get like outside voices to reflect on us. Mm-hmm. Or how are we? Are we angry? Us against the world? Have this kind of rhetoric that's really flipping tables, exactly <laughs> flipping table language all the time and i think people can sometimes we might not even see it in ourselves yeah. we we are, we're no one is perfectly self-aware except jesus but um we're we can be blind to that so people like that and their voice is really important and it's a good question to ask ourselves too is there somebody who could speak into us and tell us hey i think you're flipping some tables right now yeah that we would listen to and not yeah. argue with yeah. and and not cast aside but yeah. we would go i need to think about that yeah. That's a challenge for us, right? <laughs> it's like, who is that person or people group that can speak into your life when maybe you're starting to go the way of uh, world culture right. and starting to go, I, I got to prove something here. Yeah. That somebody can go, hey, 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 let's slow right. this down, right? Yeah. And think about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And knowing that our culture feeds conflict and anger, like you just know that it, it, it wants to highlight that, but counterculture and peacemaking is will always go against the grain of mainstream culture. I just think just knowing by by the way, following Jesus, you're going on the, a narrower road right. than the majority of everyone around you. Not just those people, but even right. around your own your own people. Right. It can also be countercultural. So I want to think. Let's let's do an an example, both of good and bad, of table flipping, mm-hmm. so that we can think of. And so one one I'm thinking of as a bad example, the Crusades. Right. So mm. this would would it's a defining part of a, de, a defining scar on church history was when Christians felt that they were being attacked by the 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 the, the jihads into Europe and including the taking of Jerusalem, and so they mobilized armies to go and, and ransack and again re- reclaim Jerusalem, and it and it led to massive amounts of suffering and death. And really, even to hundreds, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years later, a scar on the name of Christ mm-hmm. because we chose the sword, right. um, and the, in a sense, to go flip the tables and get get our hold the holy land, reclaim the holy land mm-hmm. violently. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I feel that was an example where the church took power 
uh, and and then used it seemingly for a good cause, but ultimately that led, like as you said, what the world saw, what happened when the church assumed that kind of power, right. and what we did, what we thought was a righteous crusade, it actually turned into be a massive blemish on the witness of Christ in the world, in the Muslim world, in Europe, and even around the world. People say, "What?" Well, when it's oftentimes people throw it right in your face mm-hmm. when you're talking about Christianity and history. You know, what about the Crusades? You know, right. you'll hear that all the time. Right. The so, ripple effects are still yeah. today. Yeah, they're still felt today. Here we are. Yeah. 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 Hundreds of years later. So, so. And that's a great example. I think an example of uh, positive flipping the tables, which doesn't sound like flipping the tables, but I think about um, that mass shooting in the black church mm. a couple years ago. In Charleston, right? Charleston. Yes. And when it came to the trial that the mm-hmm. family said, we choose to forgive. <sighs> That's a – Right? <sighs> that was that, – flip the script yeah. and flip the tables. Yeah. Right? Because who does that? Yeah. And in a lot of ways, that was a power play yeah. in all the right ways. Right. Right? It was the power of God, the power mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit. When you choose to forgive somebody, yes. it – I so I think that's just a – I mean, how many of us would do that? Right. You just murdered and came into my church, our church my, my family, a my Bible the dearest study, people. Yes, right. And um, so I, I just think that's like that's an Ooh. example of flipping in a positive way. Perfect example, incredible example. I got emotional. I remember watching that. Oh, for sure. And it's a different view of power, isn't right. it? Right, right. To totally subverts the world's definition, which the that which the Crusades held on is. Power is in the sword. Mm-hmm. Power is in our mm-hmm. might. And, and, and today it might be taking control of media or right. politics or whatever. Right. Right. But real power is in those things yet. Well, and that changed yeah. even the narrative. When, when, yeah. when, when the world and right. like news reporters and everything saw that, right, they're almost speechless. Yeah. Like what Wait just a, happened? That guy. Right. I mean, that guy should fry. You know? Right. And there was right. no and, – and what it did is it uh, – it diminished and dissolved like any protest that would have happened, mm-hmm. and all of this, you know, the anger and the mobs. Mm-hmm. It just, it just lowered the temperature, yeah. right? Because mm. people didn't know what to do. Totally with it. do, yeah. It's, it was so countercultural yeah. that yeah. they didn't know what to do with it, mm-hmm. and that's so the way of Jesus and of the cross, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Is to offer to do that, and that's that's a powerful way to flip the table. <sighs> yeah, I, that's a gr- perfect example. And so practically, let's just take this home. You know, we're in a, you know, as we're closing out our show a little bit, like, how can we assess our hearts when we engage? Like, I see a YouTube video, I get angry about it. Or can you believe this happened? Whether it's, I don't even, I don't even know how many, like a potential list, but lots of things that are, mm-hmm. whether it's pro life abortion or racism or taxation or, right. Or economy or gas prices, whatever you know, something that's that's really, and they're all they're all very real, right? You know, they're all understand. There's things that should bother us, mm-hmm. but then what do we do in that response? And so, so what do you think? Just a couple. Well, like I a think practical, what, a, a key thing is how do I stand against the injustice and not necessarily the per, the people? Yeah, because we want to attack the people, which are maybe are, perpetrators are, right. of it. Yeah, and 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 that's right. But you stand against the injustice and try to have mm. conversation, not just attack a person, because then it just puts people on the defensive. Right. You win nothing. You win but, nothing. Yeah. It becomes a debate. And, right. and you know, you're not going to win. But And it's not condoning it, 
It's just, I'm going to stand against this injustice, mm-hmm. and we're going to try to have a conversation about that. And I want to hear your perspective. Right. Why are you coming in here with that perspective? Yeah. You know, and, and you're, you're just challenging the position. Right. Right? Right. But you're not giving in to it. You're still right. saying, this is wrong. Yeah. But I want to hear from you. I think that's great. And I, the other, I, and for me, another practical thing would just be the the, the self examination. Is yes. this really about God and his honor, God, the name of God and the, 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 the care of the poor is, or is this about me or my people, you know, and something else. And so mm. I think that oftentimes, so often I feel like anger is about I'm being mistreated or yes. my, oh, they're, I'm a victim. I'm a victim. I'm, they're disparaging my, me and my people or something like right. that, you know, and like, oh, how could they do such a thing? So one thing I'm taking away from this, uh, mm-hmm. many things taken away from this conversation has been good, is the term flip the tables. Flip the tables, yeah. And so I'm going to be aware of that. Like you just said internally, like where am I flipping tables? Yeah. And That's, what do I need to do differently? What do I need to do? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, we can just pray, Lord, if, if we could have the courage when to, mm-hmm. when to be, but in the way of Jesus, right. in the way that, will, uh, that ultimately will glorify him. The, and he'll get the credit for. And if we would stop and yeah. pray first before we do anything, right? <laughs> Boy, that would be <laughs> kind of stop, drop, and roll. It's stop. Imagine and how much drop to our knees and pray, yeah, right? That's right. <laughs> 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 well, great conversation as always. I, I we didn't we didn't need a guest today, did we? This was so much. This was so, you were. I learned a lot from you. <laughs> and this conversation, it's fun having these conversations, yeah. right? We need more of these. Yep. Thanks for tuning in to Counterculture. Really appreciate you. Take care. Thank you for listening today. Counterculture is made possible by Amplify Peace, educating, immersing, training, and launching peacemakers to build united communities. And by Care Portal, a platform connecting the needs of children and families in crisis to the local church.